Coming up on this January 31 edition, we talk about Jackie Robinson and most importantly, why I can't watch black history films. We talk about the Grammys and I make my predictions. We also talk about the nation of Narohu and we have a little chat during a walk with a guy named Sam. All these and more will happen during this episode of Hey, It's EDB, which begins right now. Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett. If you're listening to this when it's released, then it is day 31 of 2023. I told you, if you have been paying attention to me, that we are down to the wire now. We're at the point of no return. We're down to questionable territories. Because come morrow... When I have to think about what to actually say, am I going to go day 32 or am I going to have to go day one of month two? I don't know. Do we keep number systems? Maybe that might be something to consider. Here's the problem with that, though. Now you're asking me to think you're asking me to continue in something numerically that I cannot just look up at the wall and see on a clock. I have to actually decide come February 28 that what is that? See? Right there. Don't even know. I I failed math, people. Nonetheless, that is tomorrow. As my granny will say, we'll cross those bridges when it comes. I appreciate you for being here today. I appreciate you on behalf of the platform and what you've chosen to consume this for doing so. And thank you for doing whatever is needed to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they are released to the Internet. That would definitely be awesome sauce. Today, while we or despite the fact that we're having a uh, I don't know what kind of crisis is it, by the way? It's not a moral crisis. That's what's in my head. It's like this is a moral crisis. I'm like, dude, it's not that serious. Um, a, 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 no, a, a, I don't know. I don't even know outside of my own sphere if anybody cares. That's probably the thing. I'm making a mountain out of a mohill. And I still don't understand. What do, they, what do they mean when they say that? You're making mountains out of mohills. What is a mohill? Is that a hill that you mow? Totally don't understand old people sometimes. They have some crazy sayings, those, those senior citizens. Or senior, man. Eh, Nonetheless, we're going to have a walk today and a chat with my buddy Sam. We're also going to, you know, listen to some music. We're going to talk about the Grammys. Yeah. And then we're going to study a historical place and wish happy birthday to a guy. All those things we're going to do as hey, it's EDB for this final day of 2023. Month one carries on. But for now, how about we get into a moment of history? Artificial love, we just make it up Cause reality will never be good enough And even if it was, we just mess it up Reality will never be good enough And even if it was 
Artificial love, we just make it up Cause reality will never be good enough And even if it was, we just mess it up My friends, it is a great opportunity. It's always been said, those who do not know history, those who do not participate or pay attention to same, are doomed to repeat it. I don't want to be a repeater of the past. There are some crazy things back there. I don't know if you know about it. Some really crazy things back there. For instance, 1865. Well, this is not crazy. This is actually exciting, one of those exciting things. that would I wouldn't mind if we repeated that. When Congress of these states united passed by vote of 121 to 24. Who were the 24 bastards? I would love to go look that up if I really had nothing better to do with my time. If I really was interested. 
I would love to find who the 24 little nincompoops were who was against the 13th Amendment, who was against the abolition of slavery. Were they one of General Lee's friends, Robert E., to be precise, who on the same year was named Commander-in-Chief of the Confederate Armies during the Civil War of the States United? Was it him? Hmm. That's the question. Later on down the line in 1950, then President of these States United, Harry Truman, publicly announced his support for the development of a hydrogen bomb. You remember that. That was the one that literally ended World War II. Probably was the ending of World War II when he dropped it on. Did he drop it on Hiroshima? Is that where he dropped it? I feel like I'm good at history. I suck at math, but I'm very good at history. Oh, Pearl Harbor. I remember that project. We're not talking about that today. What else are we talking about today on, on this awesome sauce, January 31? We're talking about in 19, uh, what was that? It's 85. Yeah, that's what I saw. South African president then P.W. Botha. Offers to free Nelson Mandela if he denounces violence. You know what happened over there in South Africa when they uh, arrested Mr. Mandela, put him in jail for what, almost 30 years? Because of his beliefs, his thoughts, his opinions, his views. Can you imagine being arrested over your views? Huh. Because you don't see the world the way a certain system wants you to see it. Can you can you imagine that? Ah. 1949, because, you know, why do things in order? The first daytime soap. All, no, it wasn't all. It wasn't all then. It was just, these are my children. That, that's, that's, that's when, uh, what was that, uh, NBC? Yeah, they wanted to come to you and tell you all the kids they got. And they put them all on TV. That's my son, Jane. That's my son, Samantha. That's my son, Dan. I wonder if it was the same Dan that I'm reading about or read about, should I say, in chapter uh, 29, 30, somewhere in there, Genesis. It's on the Hey CDP Meditations. Please go over there and check it out. Yes, it was a shameless plug. Um, that happened. 1972, Aretha Franklin sings at Mahalia Jackson's funeral. Mm, that was an interesting thing. The same thing when, uh, what was that girl named? Ariana Grande. Ariana. Ariana. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I put your name. She's already been violated by the bishop. We don't need to relive that. Okay, cool. John Legend in 1975 releases single number nine. All I want to do is dream. I think that's the one it is. I didn't look it up because, you know, why you look up something? You just you just read what you're told, right? But that's that that's the song that came to mind when I thought about the word dream. I think that was John Legend. I'm sure you can correct me. Hey, it's EDB on Twitter. Hey, it's EDB everywhere that uh, there is some opportunity on the Internet, except on Snapchat. It's not H-E-Y. It's H-A-Y. Which, hi! You know, that's how you get me on Snapchat. Um... What else happened today? 
was that was that all? Was there some other cool things that we wanted to discuss? Oh yeah, the final thing we wanted to discuss was in 2015 when then 17-year-old Lydia Cole of New Zealand becomes the youngest golfer in men's and women's golf history to be ranked number one in the world. Uh, it's wait, wait, wait. Seven, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. That was eight years ago. Is that right? Yeah. So that's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. You can drink, dude. Let's have a beer. No, I don't drink that stuff. That's 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 definitely liquid urine. Um. Mm, I guess it doesn't matter what age you are, because everything I want to drink, even a toddler can have. Whew, we all share one of those things. Congratulations to you. I don't know if anybody's ever beat you yet, which is. Makes it still awesome sauce. Anyway, all of those things are awesome sauce and not so awesome sauce. It's still history. And it's great to know about it. Even the bad stuff. I say that to myself. One of these days I'll explain why I have that train of thought. Alright? That is our history for the day. My friends, I'm sure you are aware by now that the Grammys is coming up here February 5. It's when the Grammys are going to take place. Um, for those of you who may not know, this is uh, G, uh, what is it? GA. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about GMA. That, that's Good Morning America. That, But, you know. And then I was thinking about the uh, AMAs, which is the, what is it, American Musical Awards or something like that? Uh, but this is the uh, G, the GAs. This is number 65. Will be held at the Crypto.com Arena, which is the former Staples Center uh, in Los Angeles on February 5, 2023. It will recognize the best recordings, compositions, and artists of the eligible year running from October 1, 2021 through September 30, 2022. South African comedian Trevor Noah, who hosted uh, GA number 63 and 4, oh wow, he did it the last three years, will return as host. Beyonce received the most nominations with nine, followed by Kendrick Lamar with eight, and Adele and Brandy Carley with seven each. With a career total of 88 nominations tied with her husband, Jay-Z, as the most nominated artist in Grammy history. Bad Bunny's 2002-22 uh, became the first Spanish language album to be nominated for Album of the Year. And the five categories that are most popular or were added, should I say, is Best Alternative Music Performance, Best Americana Performance, Best Score Soundtrack for Video Game and Other Interactive Media, Best Spoken Word Poetry Album, Songwriter of the Year, Non-Classical. These are the things that were added to the 50 million 
categories that are already presented. Now, I'm not going to talk about all these different things. But what I am going to do, if you'd allow me, is I'm going to make some predictions right up in here. I'm going to predict for you uh, about 12 categories that interest me. We'll kick off with record of the year. Uh, and I'm going to tell you right now that that's going to be easy on me by Dell. Mm -hmm. Album of the year. It's going to be, again, 30 Adele. Not, not the same album, but the same artist. Song of the year. Break My Soul. Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Best new artist. It's going to be Wet Leg. Just because nobody knows who that is. Which would be very funny. Because, you know, the no name is... I know that, that doesn't, that's not logical. But watch, watch it. Just watch it. Best pop solo performance. It's going to be Moscow Mule. Bad Bunny. Best pop duo group performance. It's going to be Unholy. Sam Smith and Kim Petrus. Best traditional pop vocal. It's going to be When Christmas Comes Around by Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson, not Clarkson. Clarkson. Best pop vocal album. 30, Adele. Best dance electronic recording for solo duo group or collaborative performance is going to be Break My Soul, Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Then we get down to the church. And when we get to church, best gospel performance slash song is going to be Kingdom by Maverick City Music and Kurt Franklin. And best contemporary Christian music performance slash song it's going to be Fear My Future. Again, Maverick City and Kirk Franklin. You watch. Those, those are my picks. Those are my picks for the Grammys this year. Now, again, there's 50 million other things. I wasn't interested in those genres. They're beautiful pieces. That's why the Grammys is so beautiful, because it allows us to bring all the things together. Heavy metal. Country. You get your dog back and your car back and your wife back. I don't know if I want my wife back. Well, not the one I lost. She wasn't really my wife. She was potentially a wife. She was a betrothal. Nonetheless, I don't want her back. I would like my washing machine and my flat screen, though. But then again, I got all that stuff back. So, doesn't matter. She didn't pay for it. No need to sue her over it now. Let it go. Let it go. Nonetheless, that would have been funny if that song was up there. Frozen interesting um so not only are those awesome sauce artists out there that we know about that will have the opportunity to appear on that stage but my friends hissing here there are some friends who we will not hear who will not get on the grammy stage probably will not rise to that level at least not on that corner it doesn't mean that they won't be popular it doesn't mean that they won't have the success of life. The resuscitudes of same. I just want to say resuscitudes. <laughs> just because it made me feel good about my life. Because I know the word resuscitudes. And I don't remember what it means. But I can enunciate it properly. I can enunciate words great until you make me read them. Then it's like, what is that? Resusa who? Resusa, resusa dude? Yeah, okay. Nonetheless. Back to music. These people. 
Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ that you focus your attention on. No copyright sound who's out here in these streets doing everything they can. Tell me when the No Copyright Sound Music Awards show is going to be. That's going to be awesome sauce. Or when the Independent Music Awards show is going to be. It's out there. They have them. But, you know, the world just doesn't know about it. Because, you know, it's not attached to A-Base site. Is this going to be on ABC? Who hosts the Grammys? Which one of them? Which one of them boys? I know you're screaming at me, but I like to figure things out on my own. That's why I don't really, I tune out all the noise. Um, the Grammys are going to be on. Uh, let me see here. It doesn't say right here. At least in this part, it doesn't. Nonetheless, one of them channels, I believe it's ABC that does it. Yeah, no copyright sound won't 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 be on that level. But nonetheless, it doesn't mean that their music isn't good. We can have our own award show. We actually got a playlist over Hey It's EDB on the Apple of the Music. Go over there and check that out if you please. Show them some love, our artists. But for right now, Mr. DJ Madam DJ is going to put something right up in here. That's going to warm our spirits, the tentacles of our souls. Going to get our heads a bopping, our bodies a moving. You got that for us? I appreciate you. We'll take a break. Listen to a beat. Bye. Oh, you're not going to tell me. That's fine. I like to be surprised. We'll be back. Hey, it's EDB. For this Tuesday. Last day of month one. 2023. I'm on my own. Broken alone. I feel the rain crashing down. All around this empty town I'm searching for the lost and found But you don't care, you're unaware Keep moving like the scars aren't even there It's in the air, like a blazing flare
pointing, blaming you, you did not know oh. I thought you were the one for me That's why I give you everything It's just, ugh, I understand. We appreciate you again being with us on this day 31. Uh, did you know, just curious if you knew, in 1919, I want to say it was, on this day, the great, the late Jackie Robinson was born. That good old, whoo. That's my baseball thing when I do the, that's the bat hitting the ball. It just, you know, he was born on this great day. Uh, wonderful man. Can you believe it? I was reading about him and they were talking about uh, how he entertained uh, majority white folks. This is what the article said. No, 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 no jive. And he entertained majority white folks and yet he was forced when he wasn't on the field, on the diamond, to sit on the back of the bus. <sighs> now, I don't like to remind people of black history and all that good stuff. I, I really hate talking about that stuff because I saw Sounder back yonder. Yes, I did. When that white man shot that black man's dog, I hated white folks for like a year. It was a funny thing because I tell this story all the time now about how my grand great-granddaddy, when... Um, Back when the insurance salesmen and the paper people used to come to the to the house to get their money, you know, before credit cards, the man had to come around and collect. Anyway, the insurance man came up to my granddaddy's shop, great granddaddy's shop, Papa, is what I called him, and he came up in there and he uh, he was looking for you know trying to do the business, take care of business, get down to brass tacks, 
And Papa was like, go back there and get the man some snacks. So I went back there. Papa had uh, a diet sodas because he was a diabetic. I got the man a diet soda and some Ritz. Papa looked at him like, or me rather, and said, uh, why you get that man that stuff? I'm like, ain't that the food of his people? And he's like, that was, that's when my papa went home and told my grandma and all them, don't you let that boy watch black movies no more. Just just don't. He, he can't know. He can't. So I say all that to say that I, I scroll past all the the hoobla of Mr. Uh, Mr. Jackie Robinson. But he's very important today to talk about because uh, we're doing something new today. I am with a buddy uh, named Sam going to walk uh, every at least every weekday. What is going on here? The door was banging and it was annoying to me, but we solved it. I'm going to walk at least every weekday and you're going to hear a uh, little commentary, little chats. About 35 or 40 minutes you're going to hear with me and Sam. Just talking about what's on our mind, our views on the world and perspective and we're even looking to bring some other people in we'll talk about that all down the road but for today that is the conversation the first one that we had and we're going to put that if you will let's go ahead and and uh slide that right on over in here and just get it you know, just put it right just just right now Norfolk, virginia what a good city. And now it's so on. Much nice yeah. stuff to do it's on. <laughs> good morning, Eric Deshaun Barrick, a.k.a. E EDB. Uh, let me set my watch to make sure that I'm on out here. And Is this thing going to... Oh, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not doing it. It's not doing it. There is no... There is no noise. I don't like when there's no noise. No noise? What do you mean, no noise? You'll see in two seconds. One. Two. Oh. Oh. Now there's noise. Ah, so now you're being tracked. Yes. Now big government can yes. track every single movement. Big of you. government. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, what is today? Tuesday? It is. Why is this thing not doing what I wanted to do? You were in a headlamp. That's incredible. Because I realized <laughs> it was dark and you want to go in dark places. So I for those of you who are listening, maybe it's one, maybe it's ten. I have no idea. Maybe it's just Eric and I just listening to her voices. Sometimes back. I just record this just because you talk out of both sides of your nostrils. <laughs> but. Uh, You're making me do this. Week, yes. Making what? You're making me do this. I'm not making you do anything, Eric. There you go, talking out of both sides of your nostrils again. I texted you and said, do you want to walk every day at 5 a.m. every single day for a month of for the month of February? Every day. 2023. Yes. I haven't done this. And they, what did you do, what did you say? I don't remember what I said. I, I don't you. either, actually. That's that, why why do you think why do you think we have these things on? Because I don't remember what I say. Well now it's all documented. Exactly. But Eric obliged. Uh, obliged, right? Uh, that's a good word. Uh, reluctantly agreed. I, I reluctantly agree to a lot of things. And then I showed up this morning and he said, why are you making me do this? And I said, I'm not making you do anything. And then I told you that you're doing like my granny said. <laughs> you're using your nostrils independently of each other. 
that was really a word she said. She didn't want to like cuss at people. Yeah. And and call people two faced. Mm -hmm. So she said, you know, God, split your face into two and put a nostril on each side. <laughs> and then sometimes we people cause them to work independently of each other. And that was her way of saying you two faced bitch. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did Those... you ever watch? Uh, it reminds me of a quote from Judge Judy. Did I don't watch that show. Judy? I don't like her. Why not? Because, I don't know. Number one, she, she's kind of like a, I don't know, I put her on the same on the same level as Ricky Lake. and. I say, I don't know who that is. Who's Ricky Lake? Jerry Springer. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Maury Povich. You are the father. You know that yeah. guy. Yeah. Crowd goes wild. Who? Crowd goes wild. Well, it's just, so Judge Judy, she has a quote that says, got to give you two ears and one mouth for a reason. Yeah. You and hear more, you see more, and you shut the fuck up. Yeah, you, you, like, you need to listen. Yes. More. Yes. And maybe talk. Don't you talk. You probably double, double down on your listening. Yeah, don't say anything. You do half as less. That's what Father Jim lives. Who's Father Jim? Is, that, is he a priest? That's where you get the word father from. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of babies that he just screwed around and got. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I mean, that's the only. That's the only logical and very. I don't know if saying father now is even logical these days. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a buddy. He actually, I just barely assisted him move because he had a lot of people helping him. But he's pursuing priesthood in New Jersey. Is that is that the Greek guy? That is the Greek guy. Yes. Yeah. I, I started. His name, to... is, his name is also Sam. I started to spit, but I was like, I don't know how that would sound. Yeah, you, you just you just spit in somebody's ear. <laughs> I do. I do tend to spit a lot when I. Uh, Why are walk. you a tobacco chewer? No. Oh, so this walk because I need it documented at least for my own understanding. What are we doing yep. here now? We are walking and we are talking. It's I like get a that. <laughs> wow. What is this walk about? <coughs> Whatever we want it to be. I think. I think there's a lot of value that comes from doing something that you don't really want to do at probably a time that you don't really want to be up at. Now you, EDB, yes. you get up super early in the morning. At the crack of dawn. So you're, you've already done 80% 80, 80 of the work. Uh. That additional, yeah, exactly. That noise equals the additional 20% to get you to 100%. Uh, okay. Which is walking in the cold. The, today, this morning, isn't too, too bad. But it's going to get very cold. Especially this weekend on Saturday. Oh, Jesus. Which is the day that I'm jumping into cold water with hundreds, maybe if not thousands of people. Why would you do that? To fundraise for Special Olympics. Who gives... Okay. Who, who gives a... <laughs> oh. Oh. What does is, what is ring closed mean? That means that I have completed my workout. Huh. For the day. You look at that. You're already done. What time is it? Let me check. 5.15 a.m. And we still got 25 minutes. That's fine. So, easy. A, God bless the Special Olympic people. Hmm? But as far as I'm concerned, if you have me out there jumping in cold water, I'm going to be one of them. <laughs> and in the words of Steve Harvey... The best way to help misfortunate people oh, is to no. not fucking become one. So, <laughs> you mean, ain't, 
you're not going to see me out there. Sorry. That, hey, that. no, fair enough. We yeah. have a, a 5K run, and by we, I mean I'm in. I'm in a few fitness groups, but the one I'm I'm in predominantly, we are raising a thousand bucks to donate then to Special Olympics for, for the kiddos. Oh, I mean, you know, God bless your heart. Sorry for the spitting keeps. I don't know why. I sound like your tobacco spitter. No. So I ran for office. Dr- drugs are in the rearview mirror. That's where we met. Yep. And uh, the funny thing about it is my opponent is literally one of them. We're literally about to pass his house. Well, see, even the word com- opponent, I think that's what I don't necessarily love about politics, though I understand why you have I don't to. like politics, but, you know, hey. Yeah? You why don't be- you like politics? I hate it. You hate politics? Yes. Especially the race that I was in. I despised it. Uh, despise? Wow, there's a lot of strong despise. Well, at least I... Excuse me? You said despise and hate. There's a did lot I, of strong verbiage. Did I say hate? I think you did. Okay. We'll go back I, in the tape. I think I, you said you didn't love it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something like that. I don't think I used hate. I was trying to specifically not use that word. Fair enough. That was going to be my extremeness. But you despise it. I strongly despise it. Extremely despise it. I feel that people in this world are created for something. They all have a mission statement. They all have a purpose in life, right? Mm. And in some instances, it requires people to validate your mission statement. That part I don't like. Mm. Because how do you know how to validate my mission statement? But politics kind of, again, does that. It makes, puts you up for this okey-doke, if you will, where you're required to appeal to people who really don't know who you are, mm. nor do they really care, because their only interest is self-serving, whatever that might be. Mm. And you, you risk your whole identity on some individual. Hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like you experienced that when you were running for oh, the hell yeah. council? Oh, yeah, I did. Big time. Where you're questioning your whole life choices, your whole mission. And, <laughs> no, I mean, it's not. It's, it's serious. Yeah. You question your whole life choices. Hmm. Like... You have people who will lick you in the face and tell you you don't deserve to be who you think you are or who you know you are. And oh. uh, that's that's the horrids of our culture is when we're given the power to judge people. Mm. I don't think anybody should have that power to judge anybody. And you, you, uh, you felt like you faced judgment? You always face running. judgment when you run for office. You don't know that? Oh, you don't know <laughs> for office. I'm sorry. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. Unless you're that, unless you're that strong enough. <coughs> Man, I'm coffee today. Yes, you are. I think you should stay home and not come out here in shorts <laughs> with your pink two out. That's right. My my body will get over it. You do know that running in cold weather with uh, severe amounts of access to your pink two can be very dangerous to your overall health. What is pink two? Do you really want to know what your pink two is? Do I? Yes. Is it podcast appropriate? 
anything I say is podcast appropriate. <laughs> what? So, okay. This Westminster right here? Yep. Let's go this way. The funny thing about it is, this Westminster is literally the same Westminster that's on the side where you live. Huh. You're lucky there. They cut out the bridge. They did cut out the bridge. Are they going to put it back? Of course not. (laughs) Why would they do that? I don't know. The city city does, and this is not a dog against the city, but city just, this whole area is in a a development stage. And I think a lot of my neighbors (laughs) are pretty mad about it. Of course they are. Your neighbors are getting pissed. Yeah. Yeah. For them to put this bridge back would mean that it would reignite to some uh, the problem that they think cutting out that bridge eliminated. Which was? The hooligans can't get over here. Hooligans? Yeah. What does that mean? Because the other side of this bridge uh, ends in Grandy Village. Hmm. And the people would come over and Grandy Village is not hooligan but in every community that it's predominantly uh, people who are financially strapped, yeah. there is a lot of hooligan tendencies. And when you have a financially strapped community bridged together with a very financially stable community and even financially uh, prosperous community, as you can see with the, the lovely homes around here. Yeah, I mean, this yard is so big. Yeah. It's a lot of property. Yeah. And that's a nice car. That's an old car. What'd yeah, that be? It's a nice and old car. Is that, that a Fleetwood? Fleetwood Mac. Is that what it is? No, uh, I don't know. I don't know if the car's really that well. It's a Ford. And then a pack of cigarettes. No, it's a Cadillac. Cat. Galaxy? Oh, is that a Galaxy? Oh, Ford Galaxy. Yeah, Canadian Galaxy. Street, that's for sure. Okay. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking Cadillac, but I saw an X in there, and that uh, doesn't look good. I got 20 minutes. Night, sorry, 19 minutes. Okay, we'll make a right here. Right on. Right on. Okay, interesting. The hooligans. There's the, there's the interest of the bridge it. right there. Yeah, so there used to be a bridge. Because yes. like, I'm pretty new to Norfolk. I grew up in VB, shocker. Virginia Beach. VB. The, the land of the racist and the home of the prejudice. <laughs> Hey, my grandmother tells me that. I have no idea. I actually <laughs> like Virginia Beach. We have to do something about that cold. I know. I took my immunity shot. And, it's called uh, putting clothes on, dude. I've been drinking, yeah, but I've been drinking tea a lot. I mean, I, I ran 20 miles two days ago in the woods. What the fuck is <clears> wrong bunch of people. with you? I ran a 35K trail race with... Uh, Give or take 500 feet, 4,000 feet of elevation. That's a church right there. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Right there. Oh. Cool. Do you, those do you know are, anyone who goes there? Those are the Martins. Full gospel church of deliverance. Huh. Yes. We used to deal with those people when I was coming up. So you grew up in Norfolk, right? Born and bred. Born and bred. Except on the playground, it's not where I spent most of my days. I'm just saying. And That's I, not bread. It's West Philadelphia born and raised, right? Born and raised, yeah. Okay, cool. That's crazy that you would know that song more than I would. 
somewhere in Norfolk, born and raised. You know, that'd be really fun. That'd be a really funny intro, uh, like intro song. Somewhere in Norfolk, born. Somewhere in, in Norfolk, born and raised. I know where I was born in Norfolk. I was born at Depaul Medical Center. Oh, perfect. Depaul of Medical Street. Center, born and raised. At 6 p.m. on a Wednesday. Nine days into the month of May. Nine days. Yep. Oh, so you're May 1st. Yes. Nine days into the month of May. Look at that. I'm May 3rd. Really? Yeah. Six days. We're only six days apart, bro. What year? <laughs> 96. Wow. 11 years later. No. <laughs> 11 years. 12 years later. Yep. May what? 3rd, 96. So you May 5th, 1940. May 9th. <laughs> Did you say 40? You know, it's a funny thing. You're 12 years younger than me, and you look 90 years older than I do, so, you know. Do I look 90 years old? You run hey, for a living. Pe- us white people, we don't age well, man. No, you don't. We you, don't. You're already balding at the top of your it's head. Not, bro. We got receding hairlines. We bald. We got uh, male pattern baldness. I bet you right now, if I put my hand around those thighs, they'll be ice cold. <laughs> I could probably, I could probably freeze my chickens on those legs. I, I don't even understand those comments, but meaning you're out here in 32 degree weather with shorts on. It's not 32. That's being dramatic. All right, let's check this weather. 49 degrees. 49. Where I come from, that's 32. Seems like 46. So there's really wow. not that much differentiation. Oh. And it's raining. It's it's not raining. It's, it's misty raining. You can barely see tiny, tiny water droplets in our headlamps. And you wonder why oh, I see a that. whole... What happened? It was boxes. Oh, the Amazon truck. And you wonder why you're sick. You know, get you some <laughs> pants and put on, dude. Your health is more important. This is your friend speaking. Yeah? Yeah. Don't kill yourself. Well, I have a hoodie on and a hat on, but shorts are different because I'll be moving my legs. And sometimes, so in, I have a rule, if it's in the 30s, then I'll put on long pants. Uh. If not, it's fine. Uh. As long as I keep my chest, because like most of your like blood is in your chest. And, and your head. Thoracic cavity, yes. Which is why I'm wearing a hat. Yes. So I'm taking precautions. Good job. I remember but. when I was 26. Was there was there a, a thing? So here's what I'm thinking. I'm okay. thinking for these walks, you walk the whole city. And then on Saturdays, you walk the trail. Because literally, it's not going to take that long to walk that whole trail. Yeah, 10 and a half miles. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. And then you told me, this is what you told me, that I'm supposed to walk this trail, the whole trail in one day. Is that what you told me? I didn't say you're supposed to. I, su- I, I suggested it. Okay. And I thought that would be actually a really cool thing. But you, know, I, you know that's about 20 miles if you walk it there and back. Well, see, that's the thing. We would start at one point and end at the other point. Uh, so it would only be 10 and a half. Uh, I did that one time. You did? Yeah. You didn't tell me that. And how, was, did, how did that go for you? Um, you don't want to talk about it. The blisters on the bottom of my feet. <laughs> Because yeah. I did it cold turkey. I never walked that far before. You did it without smoking. That's incredible. Excuse you? You said cold turkey? Yes. You did it without smoking? Okay. Yeah, sure. No, but it was just one morning. It was uh-huh. me and this this person whose name I will not mention because she doesn't like me anymore. Fair enough. And uh, 
We all huh. got haters. Excuse me? We all got haters. Hey, man, I, I seem to have a phone book full of them. I ran for office. That's something else you should know. When you run for office, prepare to get a phone book full of haters. <laughs> Volumes of them, if you, you yeah. know. Yeah. Okay, so you, you try to walk the Elizabeth River Trail. Are you... Now my move ring's closed. Your what? Move ring. Mood ring? See? Are these fancy schmancy Apple watches? D- dude. You're more high tech than I am in some ways. Well Eric. then, and, and, and you're younger. This is a problem. <clears throat> you think it's a problem? Yes. You're supposed to be more into technology than I am. I'm going to die and you're going to have flying cars. <laughs> if Elon Musk keeps doing his thing, we'll be there. Oh God, if Elon Musk keeps doing his thing, the world will collapse. <laughs> anyway. But so, it's okay, we've colonized Mars. Oh, uh, you know. We'll be out looking for extraterrestrial beings in a few minutes. Yeah. Area 51 is real. you better watch out. Area 51 is real, I'm telling you. Anyway. Okay, so you, you hiked. So we decided one day, because this particular person lives over in ODU, probably around about 49th Street, you know what I'm talking about? I do. So she would walk from there all the way to Harbor Park. Okay. It was kind of how she got over the fact that her husband was a douchebag. I think it was the other way around, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, so, West Ventosa. In West Ventosa. I wasn't born and raised, though. Um, oh, you're quoting? Okay, okay. Yeah. I was trying to think about how to get to that song you were talking about, but I'm like, I, I wasn't born and raised in West Ventosa. <laughs> so, you know. Got you. Anyway. We'll work on it. Yeah, we'll, work, it, we'll, we'll workshop it. Uh, so, she decided, like, hey, we should... Walk the trail. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm still talking to you. Because I've done a mile. One mile, boom. Yeah. Good deal. Bada boom, bada bing. So, hey, work here. yeah, boom. yeah. So, we decided. Right, so, you meet this person. Yeah. Near ODU to walk the trail, and you decided. Mm-hmm. With, with Andrew McClellan, she introduced me to people. Cool. Which, by the way, sometimes I have to tell her her stock is very low in introducing me to people. Yeah. Did you see I that love car? her though, huh? You see that car? Yes. It's got, a, it's got. It's got a. It's got a ram or some type of. It's got a bull skull. on the front. Yeah. A bull skull. Yeah. You don't mess with that guy. I mean, if you go all the way down to the end of this block, you see the American flag upside down. Oh well. Yeah. What's a Trump flag on it? We all have our things. Hey man, that's what you call multicultural neighborhoods. <laughs> now, excuse me. Facts. Okay. I thought you said something smart. Like, please do not say anything out here. I can get shot. <laughs> They'll look at you like my people. <laughs> You're just a little misranged. I've been generalized. Yes. So All right. we get up and she's like, let's walk. So we did it. We left her house over in ODU, mm-hmm. walked all the way to Harbor Park, and then had to walk back. And how far away is Harbor Park from here, do you think? From here? Or where did you, you said you started at the trailhead? No, we started at ODU. Oh, gotcha. ODU to Harbor Park. That's what, like four miles? Three miles? Dude. It's damn near the whole trail. Oh, I'm thinking of NSU, huh? My bad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. ODU, okay, yep. Yeah, yeah that is, because the, the trail goes straight through ODU. Yeah. Yep. So, wow. after ODU, you have Launchmont. And then yep. Lock Haven, and then you're at the end of the trail. So it's about three miles, maybe maybe three or four miles from ODU to the end. So, so you uh, finish that. So we're at mile eight, no, mile six. And we Ooh. start and come all the way back to mile 
just about one. Uh huh. So we do. Oops, sorry. I didn't need that toe. <laughs> we should probably walk on that side. I think. Because you're supposed to walk against the traffic. Isn't that what they teach you in walking school? Uh, kind of, because you can see the cars, but that's called salmoning. You know, like how salmon swims upstream? Yes. It's good in some ways, and, and right now it's fine, but when it's heavy traffic, it's actually really dangerous because if you're going against traffic and somebody's pulling out of this driveway, per se, mm -hmm. they're going to look that way, not the way that we're coming. Uh -huh. So they're more likely to hit you. Oh, uh -huh. cool. So another That's another tip that I realized. I've realized a lot that I've been taught a lot of things that are wrong. Yeah, no, same. Yeah. Same. That's the, that's the struggle of life. Anyway, so... That's part of growing up, I think. Yeah. Just figuring out, like, take the good, leave the bad. Yeah. You're such a wise person. You shouldn't run for office. I've got a lot of wise people in my life. I'm, I'm, you might be a good politician. You know, you're not the first person to say that, but I, don't, I really don't like politics. I don't either, but I just... That's what I'm telling you. Don't do it. I don't like to tell people what to do with their <coughs> life, at least. However, I do... I really... I do like the, uh, the ability to actually create tangible change within politics. It's just, everything is so polarized. Nothing changes in politics. Still, nothing changes? No. Unless you get up to, like, you know, the delegate. No. Where, like, you actually are writing in, no. like, laws. No. Activists no? change the world, not politicians. Remember well, that. I think politicians should be activists. They should be. However you define politics and however you define activists. Martin Luther King changed the world. He was never a politician. Uh, yeah. Thurgood Marshall changed the world. He was a lawyer. Uh, Phyllis Whitney changed the world. He was an activist. Uh, Jesse Jackson, Tyler mm -hmm. Smiley, Cornell West. Uh, uh, who's the other guy I'm thinking about? Or did I name him? Uh, Desmond Tutu? Yeah, him. Yep. Mahatma Gandhi, who we realized got assassinated mm -hmm. yesterday in 1948. Even Ali. Who? Muhammad. Oh, yeah, that guy. He's Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. That's his name before he changed to Muhammad Ali. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, activists change the world, not politicians. Yeah, well, I think activists, you know, I, I also think that word is kind of overused and, you know, people go out and, and boycott stuff and put stuff on signs and protest. And I, I think there's merit to that. I think there's merit to that because there is anger about a lot of things that you should be angry about. I think this anger about things that most folks don't understand what's going on. You know. You what? There's a lot of complexities to politics. There's a lot of, you know, who's got to get paid, who's got to get fed. There's so, there's so much. And that's another thing. I, I think it would, if I, if I ever were to get into quote-unquote politics, it would be really taxing on my mental health. It would be. It is. Dude. Like, I, look that's at why me. I don't watch the look news. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I damn near went insane. Yeah. That's do why not, I don't watch the do news. Do not do... I don't watch the news either. And, and you know, call me, call me ignorant or call me uninformed. In a lot of ways, I am. However, I would rather focus on the community and, and at least, you know, try to make some attempt to figure out, okay, what's going on in this area. So I told you that I, I the quit the trail last week. Yes, you did. Uh, the DEI yeah. committee yeah. Uh, group. How much time do we have? Yeah, like what, 10 minutes? How much? Five minutes, let me see. Okay. Five minutes, yep. Yeah, cool. Cool. We can take one more lap in five minutes. You think? So, I quit the trail, which I went back and rescinded it. 
And the reason why I did oh, you re it. Re you redacted. Yes, I redacted it. Oh. Because uh, I'm not going to say Kendra called and begged me, but, you know. But she called you up and she was like, yo, actually, like, like how did that phone call go down? Um, It was more, dude, don't let this get to you. Because literally that's why I was quit, because my mental health was gone. Yep. Mental and health is very important. Yes. And sometimes in community activism, uh, folks only look at it from their personal perspective and not kind of see the other side of the coin, that there's mm. other people. Like you're on this block that we're walking on, and it's maybe 20 houses on the street, and all those 20 houses are filled with at least two people. Mm. that have a different perspective on life. Yep. And when you're a community activist, or... I, it's not to rush you, but keep talking. Okay. When you're a community activist, then uh, you have to realize that you need to walk fast. <laughs> that uh, you, have to, you have to hear all 20 of these voices. Mm. And sometimes those voices are loud. Those voices are different. Those voices do not connect in any way. And if you're going to be a true, solid leader, which I hate that term because they're my representatives and not my leaders. But if you're going to be a true, solid one, then you navigate through all of those people's ideologies and try to find the center line. Mm. And that can kill your mental health. Yeah. Huh. I can see that. It can brutalize your mental health. Because that's a lot of sorting through. That's a lot of, honestly, energy and brain power. Right. And, and, I, and a lot of people, like, everyone has energy tanks. <laughs> and that could be, I, I would think, really overwhelming. I did my to first... To find, like, the common ground. I did my first event, if you will, my first community action organizing, whatever you want to call it, at 17 years old. Hmm. And I didn't, take a, I didn't take my first break until November of last year kept going yeah so what did what did that look like uh 21 years 17 year old edb i started a men's group yeah and uh that men's group was designed because most of us did not have fathers and we did not have access to solid male mentors yep and so starting that men's group even though i did i had those mentors i was blessed with those mentors but I realized other people didn't have what I had. And that's kind of the centerpiece of every project I've ever done is realizing that these are the things that I have. Some people are not blessed with those things. Hmm. So let me uh, help make sure that everybody gets access to the things that I have access to. Yeah. Um, so that was the mentor thing. These men were supposed to come along and take these young kids they did not have dads and kind of teach them the ropes. Most of them were ex-military people. So in our neighborhood, if you were a person, most likely your mission or your destiny was the military. So they can kind of give mm. them some points, some tips, you know, the moral of the story is I started at 17. Mm. That lasted until maybe 20. Then I went to college. I interned at a white church known as First Baptist Norfolk which is uh -huh. over off Kinsville. First B. Yep. That was until I was maybe 25. Then I went to North Carolina and worked for a couple wow. of days in a church. That was till I was 26. I started on YouTube when I was 26. You started YouTube 26? Yeah. 
Wow, so this was like, what year was this? 2010. I'm trying to do the math. Yeah, You were born in 1940. I was born in 84, you jackass. <laughs> and uh, I'm a Reagan baby. Reagan! Yes. Back in the day. Yes. So. Ronald. Big old Ronnie. So, I started YouTube, and then about 2015 is when I started doing Norfolk <clears throat> Activism. Norfolk Activism? Yes. So the moral of the story is from... And what year was that? 15. No. 2015. 16 is when I started. Okay. So the moral of the story is that uh, from 97, no, not 97, from 17, which would have been probably 2000, 2001 maybe I was 17. Uh Uh-huh. So from 2001 till 2022, I have not had a vacation. 2001 to 2022, so 19 years. 21 years. And you would consider this like... 21 years. 21 years. Yes. 21. Hmm. 21 years. Yeah, it is. It's a long time not to pay attention to your mental health. That is a long time to pay attention to your mental health. To not pay attention to your mental health. Oh, to not, yes. Yeah. Takes a toll. It does. You know, it's like the actual tolls when you're driving. You know, if you drove for 21 days across the states, you'd hit so many tolls and it'd be... That would be taxing. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with mental health, you know. Yes. It, the snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Either for the good or for the bad. For unhealth or for health. So anybody who's hmm. out there and they're thriving to be an activist or a community organizer, whatever the case may be, and you really do it right, yep. if you're not dead in 10 years, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you're not doing something right. Hmm. And you, don't, not, you don't think you can be a community activist and do community stuff without it costing your mental health? No. Not in some way. It's going to drain you in some way. Mm. But you have to have good people around you, which I did not have, Ah. that were on the same level that I was on. So you're probably burning out. Yes. Yep. Because everybody's pulling at you and nobody is... Nobody's Nobody's pushing you. Nobody's on the level to push you. Mm. You need somebody just as strong as you are or better than you are to... Yep. Like if I had, yeah, if I had a, hmm. if I had access to like a Bishop Blake or a uh, a Desmond Tutu or somebody of that nature, yeah, somebody who was at a level that was of intrigue to me, it would have made it a lot better. But hmm. I had people who were, you know, scraping the barrel, and they're good people, but you know when you're trying to actually live off of the the spoils. And they only know how to scrape barrels. It can be mentally taxing on you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can, I can, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I think it's really, like, really cool. This is just <clears throat> my thoughts on it. I think that's awesome that you were able to take something where you weren't receiving, you know, like a mentor or like some type of program to put you in to like figure life out and like to teach you to quote unquote how to become a man. Whatever that means. Whatever Which is just means. like general responsibility. Yeah. <clears throat> but then again, I also think about it. Even if I was in those mentorships, how good would they have done? Because I'm very, I'm very independent yeah. in my thinking. And part of my strength is being able to have that independence. Hmm. So, which is another reason why I look at boards sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to be on them because I don't play well with others. 
I see. Because the more creative you are, the more you have to realize that you don't play well with others. Yeah, like you have to be very specific and selective yes. of the people you surround yourself on your team because creative people don't do well. You're right. We don't creative do well with others. Creative people do not do well with, with big organizations or corporate right. stuff. Like sometimes I sit in the meeting and they're like, uh, so Eric, I'll say, well, I think we should do ABCDE. He's like, no, I don't think we should do that. And I got, okay. Mm. I'm not going to fight with you. I'm just going to say, okay. But mm. you will always know there's a look in my eye. Like, you know, I'm going to do this fucking thing anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, you're not going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. I and, see, yeah. And that can sometimes be very threatening to people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even, even this, right? Like, whether this becomes a podcast or not, I, I hope it does. But, I do know, not waste it's content. Just, it always becomes a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just... Two guys walking around a neighborhood. This is 34 minutes. I don't have to do today. 34? Yeah. Boom. Eric, I have to jet. EDB. As you, you have to go. Notorious. You have to go walk with somebody else. I have to walk slash jog and maybe run, but I probably jog. Why? Why not? I, I guess that's a good answer. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, it, it, it it's comes been a off. Pleasure. Day one of what? 30? Something like that. 20. Good job. Right on. Okay. All right, man. EDB. See you tomorrow. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. All right, I thought it was 445. Oh, yeah, Norfolk, Virginia is yeah. so nice. It's a good community and a wonderful place. My friends, we're going to uh, prepare to bring our time together to a close. Um, as we do that, we're going to show some love to Narua, Naru, on this day. In 1968, the Republic of Nauru declared independence. Uh, they were German-governed, Nauru was, until the last years of the 19th century. Uh, they had discovered Nauru, plentiful, prosperous reserves, and realized that the island's natural resources could be a source of great riches. So not only was it controlled by the Germans, but it was jointly controlled by Australia, New Zealand, and England following the end of World War One. This changed during World War II when Japan arrived on the island of Nauru and used it as an airstrip. When the war ended, Australia, New Zealand, and England regained control of Nauru. And the administration, on the other hand, was solely res the responsibility of Austria, of Australia, not Austria. Nauru became a sovereign republic on January 31, 1968, when it declared independence from England. When the Japanese troops landed in Nauru in 1945, they deported 1,200 native islanders to the Chuck Lagoon or the truck as laborers. After the Japanese loss, the Nauruans returned home on this day in 1946. To commemorate this landmark event, January 31 was honored as the Independence Day of Nauru. So shout out to all of our friends over and Nairu, and also shout out to you. 
because you do three things. A, you care for your friends and families. B, you share with your communities. And most importantly, you pray. Not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united or are connected the same, but civilized nations and uncivilized nations. They got kids too, them uncivilized people. Just because they don't live by our standards don't mean that they're not human beings, you know. All right, how about we do this again? Tomorrow, Lord willing and the little creek don't rise. Until then, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters. Artificial love, we just make it up Cause reality will never be good enough And even if it was, we just mess it up